Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Politrix. Politrix. With Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. 6.30 p.m. every Monday. Shot him in the back of the head with an AR-15 as he was driving away. So 
whether a jury will convict, I don't know. Because you know what happened to Walter Scott case. So, but if nothing else, at least the Dallas Police Department did their part. So I can at least applaud them on that. And one last thing. Uh, there was a myth that I was actually pushing that got busted today. And I don't mean, uh, you know, I, I got to put myself out there whenever I can. Okay. And real quick, I made a statement about, you know, people doing farm jobs and saying, you know, I'm not too proud to pick oranges for a living. I just can't do it for $2 an hour. It turns out these farm jobs now, they pay like $10, $12 an hour. And they're getting 401Ks. They're getting uh, subsidized housing. They're getting paid vacations and holidays. So it's not like just some, you know, it's a real job. And they're trying to get Americans to do this job because they don't want to get busted hiring illegal immigrants. You know, but Americans won't do the job. Illegal immigrants won't stay and do the jobs because they're afraid of getting deported. So, but that, those jobs are out there, and they're actual jobs with benefits, and Americans still won't do them. So, it takes my myth and it just snaps it in half. So, it really is jobs that Americans don't want to do. So, but. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of the day. Let's get into let's start with Trump Care 3.0. I can't believe this is Trump Care 3.0. Like they keep trying to push this thing uh, on the American people. They call it repeal and replace. It's it's a repeal. There is no replacement for this thing. So it's just a full repeal of Obamacare. So when you say uh, 3.0, I thought it was 2.0. 2.0 already died in the Senate. And the thing is, 2.0 came and went just like that in a, in a flash because they they ran into the same problems as, as the first version. They couldn't get Freedom Caucus to vote for it. Freedom Caucus is basically just a new name for the Tea Party. Let's just, you know, you could just, you know, you could take a pile of shit and wrap it in shiny tin foil and still shit. It's still the Freedom Caucus to Tea Party. And their whole beef was, it's not cruel enough. It doesn't take away enough. But this version does. So they voted for it in the House of Representatives. And keep in mind, it didn't win in a landslide. It was they won by uh, three votes, four votes. And that's because no Democrat voted for it. And 20 Republicans jumped ship to vote against it. That's how bad this thing is. So, taking a quick look at it, Think uh, Progress had a good piece on it. Uh, six main points. So, first and first and foremost, tens of millions of Americans are going to lose their health insurance. Put it like this. Blue, you have auto insurance, right? I hope. <laughs> so, but if you have auto insurance, right, they try to make it affordable. Because they want to be used. I have USAA, the, the preferred insurer for military families. Oh, nice. You know, I have, uh, you know, I get, I get rental insurance to do my job. And my thing is this, you know, yes, they would like you to be safe, but they know, okay, you're going to get into that accident, you know. 
So then they have to charge. They have to find that sweet spot between making it affordable so you will stay with them and uh, being able to pay out coverages if something were to happen. So it's a balancing act, right? With medical insurance, you have a product that people have to have to survive, but these companies don't want you to use it at all. So they do everything they can to deny you if you're, if you're sick, which is how the ACA came about in the first place, right? So they think that by kicking all these people off of insurance, it's going to make it go down? No, because now you have less people paying in. So it's idiotic to do that. But I'll get to the, I'll get to the, the whole motive of it at the end. But they said uh, for the CVO report on Trump Care 1.0, they said in that first couple of years, at least 24 million people are going to lose their health insurance. So, and they pushed this before, they pushed 3.0 before they could even do another CBO analysis on it. So, that's how fast they push this thing through. So, the next thing is Medicaid is going to get slashed, right? My father's on Medicaid. You know, he's 76 years old, he's retired. So, now Medicaid premiums are probably going to double. Because over the next decade, Trump Care is going to slash $880 billion out of Medicaid, right? So that's going to hurt seniors, of course, people with disabilities who are also on Medicaid, and it's going to place a cap on per-person spending for certain groups, which is ridiculous. So, and here's a tweet from Donald Trump from May of 2015. Okay, He said, I was the first and only potential GOP candidate to state there will be no cuts to Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. Huckabee copied me. Talk about Mike Huckabee. So I don't know why I'm even mentioning that part of it because we all know that every promise Trump made, he was going to break because he just wanted to get the groups to vote for him, and they did. So, But 800, that's almost a trillion dollars that they're cutting out of Medicaid. Something he said, of course, that he was not going to do. Here's the big one. Protections for pre-existing conditions are going to be gutted. Now, a lot of these politicians have been getting on TV and trying to spin this and use fancy words to try and make this seem what it is. So, number one, they're trying to say it's they're going to give it to the state. But then they're going to say, well, yeah, states have the option to opt out of pre-existing condition protection, but what state's going to be crazy enough to do that? Yeah, what dumbass is going to be stupid enough to vote for Trump? Uh, Seemed like they were about 65 million of them. So that's a cop-out right there. Second of all, one of the biggest protections of the ACA was pre-existing conditions. I am a type 2 diabetic which means that without the ACA, I can't get insurance because I have a pre-existing condition, being diabetic. What makes this crazy is that there are so many things that are considered to be pre-existing conditions. So if you have, if you have for me, be, have, uh, being diabetic, what they would do is they would put me in, into what they call a high-risk pool, and I would just pay more. So it's either I have to trim other things out to pay to be in this high-risk pool or – 
I simply don't have insurance. I was trying to follow up on something that I was told, uh, that in Houston, Texas, 40% of the people who drive don't have insurance because they can't afford it. Now, I was not able to find that, but I did find something else that said that in Dallas, they had a huge problem where they had um, about 20% of their drivers driving uninsured. Now, some of it was because they couldn't afford it, and some of it was because there were clerical errors. People who had insurance were listed as uninsured. But a lot of people don't have insurance, not because they're like, ah, oh, fuck you. If, you. if I crash into you, I hope you, you know. It's not like that. It's because they simply can't afford it, especially if you live in some place like New York or Texas, where because of such a high risk to drive, you know, it's up there. But driving a car is optional. Your life is not optional. So there's no reason to take someone who's sick and put them in a high-risk pool like that and make them pay more money and price them out of insurance altogether. Because, like I said before, they want you to have this product that they don't want you to use. So they just want young, healthy people to pay in and never use insurance. But here's the problem with that. Those young, healthy people are going to get older, and they're going to get sicker. I mean, especially if you live in some place like, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, West Virginia, which is almost as poisoned as Flint, if not more so because of all the coal companies, you know, with their purple and black water because of all the runoff. So, yeah, those people get sick, you know. You start off young and healthy. That's how you start. But you're not going to finish young and healthy. You're going to finish old, and you're probably going to get sick. Something big like cancer or maybe even some minor like a glaucoma that you can treat with laser eye surgery or something like that. But no one stays healthy forever. Not in this day and age. Not in this country. Not in the, not in the country where you can go to KFC and get yourself a double down which is basically just two giant chicken breasts with cheese in the middle of it. You don't even put it on a bun. <laughs> but anyway, um, what makes it worse is the pre-existing condition is if you're a woman. Because under Trump care, being a woman is practically a pre-existing condition. If you have a yeast infection, that's a pre-existing condition. You got pregnant, pre-existing condition. If you got raped, that is a pre-existing condition. I wish to God I was making that up to be funny. So this really hurts women in a horrible way. And so many women, and, you know, not trying to play the race card here, but a lot of white women voted for Trump. They turned their backs on Hillary and voted for Trump. Uh, how's that working out for you? No. And also, uh, it's insurance across the board is going to cost more. You know who's going to get a break? Young, healthy people who are well off. Even if you're young and healthy, if you're poor, you're going to pay thousands more. Like I'm diabetic, right? Which means that I'm going to pay between five and seven thousand dollars more per year under Trump Care. Do I have an extra five to seven thousand dollars? No. No, maybe I'll get lucky and see ASAP Ferg walking around, and then I can just get my rusty pliers and my chloroform 
and just rip that gold out of his mouth. Keep them diamonds. Other than that, how am I going to afford this? You know. Now, the underlying reason for all this, right, is it's so that wealthy Americans can get a tax cut. One of the biggest things that Republicans hate about Obamacare is that a lot of that tax burden fell on the rich. Now, keep in mind, like, put it like this, Blue. Uh, you have you have insurance, so you have nothing to worry about, right? And I think they made I think they simplified it because in the beginning, like do you remember doing your taxes and having to have a form that said that you have insurance, so that you don't get a, a penalty. Like I remember having to. Yeah, I actually do remember that form. It caused yeah. quite the confusion for me, and I have a hundred and sixty-eight IQ. <laughs> I remember the first few years I had to send in that form. My employer sent it to me, and that was proof that I had insurance. But um, I think they stopped uh, making people fill that part of it out because when I did my taxes, I didn't have to do it when I did it a couple months ago. Yeah. But there is a uh, a mandate, an individual mandate, that says if you don't have insurance, you have to pay a penalty. Now, it's not a hefty penalty. For a lot of people, it just comes out at tax returns. So it's not like they're going to be garnishing their wages for it, you know. But some people who did fall into that Obamacare donut hole, a lot of it created by Medicare for All, well, not Medicare for All, by the uh, states blocking the Medicare expansion, some people just figured, you know what, Instead of buying expensive health care I can't afford, I'll just pay the penalty and not have health care. Especially since for a lot of people, it just came out of their taxes. So it's less tax money that they get back. But it was better than getting insurance that they can't afford. Basically, this is going to be, over the next decade, it's going to be a trillion-dollar giveaway to the rich. And that's all it is. Because now they're going to do a flat tax, and they're not going to tax the rich anymore to support, uh, you know, support the uh, Obamacare. But here's the thing. The money that they're going to get from those flat taxes are nowhere close to what it's going to be to support the system. So the rich get a tax break and the poor get fucked. And that's the way it always is. But here's the thing about this, right? Let me put it like this, a a quick history lesson, right? You remember, well, maybe not personally, but when you did the Civil Rights Act back in the 60s, in 64, I think it was, and Southern Democrats were decimated in the South because of it. The Democrats in the South in 64 are basically the Republicans now, just not as evil. And the big shift happened in the South when Republicans took over the South because Lyndon B. Johnson got all these Southern Democrats to vote for the Civil Rights Act. So even though their constituents were like, if you vote for this thing, this is going to be your last term, Lyndon B. Johnson got them and told them, look, this has gone on long enough. This is the right thing to do. So you had people who sacrificed their political careers to do the right thing, to pass the Civil Rights Act. Now you have the opposite. You have people who are about to sacrifice their political careers 
for money. Because all these people are getting big money from uh, for the insurance industry. So they get tons and tons of money to vote for what they want, and they also get connections. I don't think there's, with the exception of uh, Pat McCrory, right, I don't think there is any Republican stooge who has lost his career and then didn't get a cushy job in return for it. Like, and, like, I talked about Eric Cantor a couple weeks ago, you know. He got voted out of office, but then they gave him a cushy job. He gets to fly all over the world and give 15-minute speeches. Send him to Saudi Arabia to give a, a 30-minute speech, you know. So with the exception of, like, Joe Walsh or uh, Pat McCrory, all these other guys are, are paid. And that's one thing I will say about the evil empire. They do take care of their lackeys for the most part. So these people, they're already running ads to all these vulnerable Republicans. They've already started running uh, attack ads on them. You know, they're already going to get primary or, they get, or, you know, their opponents are already after them for signing this bill. Now, here's the worst part of it all. All that sacrifice they did to push that bill, the bill is dead. Now, keep in mind, and the reason why I say it's dead but not forgotten is that the Senate's not even going to vote on it. The Senate's like, yeah, we're not putting our names in this piece of shit. What we're going to do is we're going to write our own bill, and we're going to pass it in the Senate and then give it to the House to vote on. And what's going to happen is they're going to have to take the two bills, compare them together. You know, it's going to be a big process. So it's not going to be like tomorrow we're going to lose our health care. It's going to be a huge process. But in its current form, the Senate was like, nope. And the reason for that is this. All those House seats, most of them are gerrymandered. So their voters are going to stick with them no matter what, for the most part. And I'll get into that in a second. Senate races are statewide races. And a lot of these senators, like Tom Cotton and, you know, Joe Manchin and stuff like that, they've been feeling that heat. People in those town halls are pissed. So they know if they put their names on this, they're dead. Their careers are over. Just pack that shit up and just move on out. You're done. So that's why they're going to try and pass their own version and push it back to the house. Because they know. I mean, you figure it like this. Not one Democrat voted for it in, uh, in the house, right? So you can pretty much figure the same, and they don't have a majority like that in the Senate. So all they need is about four or five uh, Republicans to flip, and the bill would die. So there's already two Republican senators. Lisa Murkowski, I think, is one of them. I'm trying to remember who the other one is. But you figure those two are not going to vote for that bill. So they're already going to flip. And then you have all the people who are feeling that pressure. They may flip. If they let that bill go to the Senate, 
we wouldn't be having this conversation. I'd be talking about Lonzo Ball's ugly sneakers because the bill would be dead again. There would have been no way would have passed the Senate in its current form. But the Republicans got to do something. They can't let this thing die three times. So that's why they're going to write their own version. But my thing is this. The Democrats, I, I got to say, man, they're, they're, they're fucking killing me here. Because you figure you got the vampire wounded, right? He's got a wooden stake half in his chest. All you got to do is pull down those drapes and put him with that sunlight, and he's dead, and they won't do it. This would be the perfect time to push single payer. Push single payer. You put it like this. 80% of Democrats, and I think about maybe 54, 55% of Republicans want single payer. Okay? It's the only way to go right now. All these other countries have single-payer or some form of single-payer. Australia has single-payer to a point. If you wanted something extra, right, you could still get private insurance to supplement. But for the most part, your insurance is taken care of by the government. Canada, they don't pay for insurance. They pay, of course, through the taxes. But do you know how many people in Canada, in France, in England go bankrupt? over medical bills, none, nobody. It's not a thing because it's paid for already. Hawaii has socialized medicine. If New York and California get their way, they'll have a single payer for their states. So the Democrats should be pushing this hard, and they're not pushing it because a lot of their key members, like Nancy Pelosi and Dianne Feinstein, you know, your Cory Bookers and all of them, they're already paid off by the, by the industry. Dianne Feinstein in her career, and she's been doing this a long time, she's taken over $2 million from the industry. As a matter of fact, she's up for re-election. Guess who is doing a fundraiser for Dianne Feinstein? Medical insurance industry. It couldn't be more blatant that these people have no uh, desire to help. And then they wonder why progressives won't vote for them. I had an argument with a friend of mine on Facebook because I responded to a uh, thread about Hillary Clinton. And I basically said that she ran a shit campaign. That's why she lost. It wasn't because of WikiLeaks. It wasn't because of Podesta. It wasn't because of any of that stuff. It's because she sucks. She's shitty at her job. Just because you've been doing your job for a long time doesn't make you good at it, okay? Hillary is great at self-promotion. She's good at fundraising and making money, but she's not really good at being a politician. And she was the worst choice. Put it like this. How can you lose to a man who on election night has like a 30, what, a 36% approval rating on election night, and you lost to him? And these are the people who are leading the Democratic no, Party. No, 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 no,
that WikiLeaks and that stupid ass. Damn it, it's too high. I can't remember. But anyways, that stupid ass WikiLeaks and that stupid ass FBI come, guy coming out about the stupid ass emails. Man, that, no. that, that was some bullshit. If you look at the, the, the how it was released, how the information mm-hmm. was, you know, let go and stuff. That was coordinated to get what they wanted. The the one percent wanted exactly what is happening right now is manifesting the way they wanted it to because he's taking Trump, you know, removing restrictions here and hey, forget that stupid ass regulation. You don't need that. Da da da. And while he's doing that, no matter how long they said, the minute it went out of place, those stocks rose. The minute. So people who had investments, they got stupid rich. You know what I'm saying? And even right. if they're peeled back and put in place right now, it's too late. Those people already got stupid rich off of what's already been done. I, I will give you one thing. The WikiLeaks thing did hurt Hillary a lot because they exposed what they did to Bernie Sanders. And it took and it took a lot of wind out of progressive sales, and the progressives were not going to vote for her. So I will give you that. But the... Uh, the FBI thing, the James Comey thing, yeah, James Comey came out and said that there was that they were open up the investigation, and before the election, they cleared Hillary, and they said, yeah, we were, we reopened this, but we didn't find anything. So, but that wasn't enough, though. But that wasn't enough. They already tainted the people who was already like, eh, eh. I bet you, if that never came out, some of those Bernie people would have came over, and she would have been all right. But no, 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 no. Thing that the Bernie, must remember, the Bernie, the Bernie people wouldn't have come over because they were already done after the WikiLeaks thing. And then, like I said, I'll give um, you that because that that WikiLeaks thing hurt. And I and and I was like, yeah, you know what? You were right. I will give you that. But the Comey thing, anybody who was on the fence at that point was probably not going to vote for Hillary anyway because, like I said, even before the election, Comey cleared her. So it wasn't well, like you know, crazy Comey thing came out and then, I don't know why the uh, WikiLeaks was that impactful Because I haven't been on WikiLeaks Ever In fact I'm afraid to go in there Because I think I'm going to get flagged by the FBI <laughs> I was on there maybe one time And that was like years before What went on now But you know but I, Yeah I, I agree with you on that one I'm not trying to I keep a low profile man I'm not trying to get hemmed up by the FBI But Hell nah. <laughs> you figure it like this, right? <laughs> Hillary lost states that Obama won twice because she never showed up in those states. Wisconsin and Michigan were two big states. Hillary never set foot in either one of those states. You know who was in All those right. states? You know, she had, you know what? She had a lot of mistakes. She made a lot of mistakes. But I think besides the WikiLeaks, the biggest mistake she made is she did not have a stance. Like how he said, make America great again. Yes. Okay, what would Obama? What was Obama's thing? Um, what the fuck was Obama's thing? Everybody oh, has um, Stand by your mantras, and people don't realize yeah. the impact of a mantra. If you don't have a mantra, Hillary, 2017 or whatever year that was, 2016. That's just not enough. You know what I'm saying? You got to be like no, girl power, bitch, or something like that. Well, you know what I mean? But that's the thing. Her mantra was stronger together. That was her thing. But the problem but is, win, it's just... I didn't, but 
you never heard it. It never waned. It, it, it wasn't as prominent as the red hat with the words "Make America Great Again." In fact, you telling me that is the first time I've ever even heard that, and I was in <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you're right about that. It was just, it was just empty platitudes, you know. And you know, stronger together, and there's just like whatever, because. Trump is out there, even though we all know that Trump is bullshit, at least he was trying to promise people something. He was trying to tell people in West Virginia, yeah, we're going to bring back coal jobs. Really? And no one ever said, how are you going to do that? They just heard, oh, you're going to bring back coal jobs? Oh, great. And the thing and is, where is he, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, Trump, I, he, like, he at least... I would say he at least promised something, even if people like me and you knew it was bullshit. He at least promised that's, something. That's he, right. You know, you're 100% right. In fact, even what was it, six months later, maybe seven months later, I find it hard to remember any clear, definitive message he said that rang, that made me say, yeah, that's the bitch. But then I mm-hmm. had to be totally honest. I had to say the same for Bernie. No, with Bernie, he did have... Uh, his big thing was he wasn't as big on the single payer then as he is now, but he was definitely big on the fifteen dollar minimum wage. And um, they got me to remember. Fuck that shit! <laughs> I don't give a fuck about no fifteen dollar minimum wage. I'd be damned if somebody makes nine, ten dollars less than I do, and they don't even got no fucking um, high school degree. I mean, no damn diploma. Fuck that shit! You. you Choices Put it like, and consequences, motherfucker. Choices. If you choose to drop out in the X-ray, that's your dumb ass. Hit the seven dollars and twenty-five cents. That's how I feel. Fuck it. That's how I feel. But but put it like this though, right? You know, I, I think I mentioned this before. My niece is EMT, and real quick she was like, you know, why should burger flippers make as much as I, make as much money as I do? They're flipping burgers. I'm a goddamn EMT. But I told her this. I said, your question shouldn't be why should they be making $15 an hour. The question is why are you making more money? Because if you're an EMT, you should be making more than $15 an hour. Construction works in New York start at $20 an hour. So if you're an EMT and you're saving lives and you're working those long, horrible shifts, you should be making more than $15 an hour. That's the thing. Yeah, so I mean, valid, valid, but I mean, it's all about reimbursements and this and that. It's complicated, man. Yeah, but the problem is, seven dollars an hour is not enough to live on. Put it like this: if they had kept choice minimum wage, motherfucker. Well, put it like this: if back in back in the late sixties, early seventies, right? If they had kept minimum wage up with inflation, the minimum wage would be $20 an hour. So think about what? that. So, so minimum wage would have been, yeah, that's the thing. If they had kept up with inflation, like that's why the minimum wage in Australia is $16 an hour because it didn't start at $16 an hour. They just tie it to inflation. So every time inflation goes up, the minimum wage goes up so that people aren't out in the streets. So if back in the, in the late 60s, a, early 70s. we're the number one country. How do we, who started that stupid-ass propaganda? There's no way in the world 
we could be the number one. With, with all these other countries have so much more stuff going on, better for them regarding people. How do you honor being the number one? The number one person in the country that's making fake money? Because that's all we're doing. There's no goal to justify the money we have. Yeah. Put it like this. You know, we're number one in arrogance. We're the most arrogant people in the world. That's that's what we're number one in. And arrogance no, and like George Collins said. You got me fucked up. I'm not even from America, bro. I'm not arrogant. He's <laughs> 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 like, bro. Like, like, well, trust me, motherfucker. My company has another chance they stand on. And it's nothing nice either, but it definitely has a chance to think. He said, don't put me in that pile of shit. But, um, put it like this. I just found out today in Ontario, in Canada, uh, medications for uh, people for people under 25, their mm-hmm. medications are free. And we're talking about everything, like, up to cancer drugs are free. What about Viagra? If you're, what about Viagra? If you're 20, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> they didn't mention that. <laughs> if a 25-year-old so has Viagra, it's got a lot of stuff going on more than you <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> if, if, if a 25 year old needs Viagra, he's probably got some medical condition. But they do the same thing for the elderly. They subsidize their medication so they don't have to pay for their medication. Now, what country is this? In, country is this? Uh, in Canada and in, uh, Ontario. They uh, just passed that law, and, and, it, and it takes place uh, January 1st of 2018. So if you're wow. 25 well, and under. On that level. What would it take for us to get on that level? You know what I mean? Uh, it stop fucking fucking wars that have no benefit. One, two, oh. stop fucking feeding countries that don't give us nothing back. No offense, but I'm just not with that. You know what I'm saying? Sending billions no, and millions you... of dollars to countries that don't benefit us in the end just because we're saying they're our friends. Get the fuck out of here. I love you to death, but I'm not giving you a billion dollars, Merch. Fuck you. <laughs> I agree with you on that. Like we give, we give Israel all that money. We give Saudi Arabia weapons, and you know. I thought I'd take and, care home before everybody. One, Chicago's fucked up right now, Bruh, Can you at least send us a hundred million in Chicago to clean up our streets, please? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not even a hundred million, and, give us ten. Why is rapping and, and, doing more for the community, like dance <laughs> rapper, than our own fucking government, my nigga? You know what I'm saying? I, I won't even. I won't even talk about Flint, but um. Thank you. Put it like this. Why we still drink a bottle of water in Flint, Michigan? And why are we about then, to drink bottle of water in Person County, North Carolina? Oh, and, and get this. Thousands of people are about to get evicted from their homes for not paying their water bill. So they make them pay. I heard that. That's for, not for, bullshit. For, for, the media ain't even covering it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're going to pay for poison water? Fuck out of here, man. I'm not going to pay There's, for something that's poison. Killing my kids. Get the fuck out of my face, ho. Compton for life, you, West Coast, nigga. <laughs> I tell you where I miss Obama because Loretta Lynch would have been like, yeah, okay, that's not going to happen. Well, no, Lynch you gotta put the All that happened on Obama watch. Why he ain't do something? No, you, he don't get no fucking pass. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Obama did all that he could do. With the power that he because had, the rest, of, the, the, rest of it, the rest of it would have been on Congress. That's the problem. If Obama could have just wrote an executive order and just said, yeah, let's give Flint uh, $2 billion to redo their pipes, it would have been done. But that goes to Congress. That's the problem. 
and Congress is controlled by Republicans. So Obama did everything that he could do. Now, there was one thing. They wanted Obama, and I know we're running short on time. They wanted Obama to dip into... No, we ran short on time 10 minutes ago. Come on, son. (laughs) (laughs) They wanted Obama to dip into emergency funds to help Flint, and he said no. And he said no because that would have set a bad precedent. And that means that everybody would have dipped into that fund and there would have been no money left in that fund for what it was really supposed to be for. But okay. every but everything that Obama could have done under his you know, under his power, he did. But, you know, of course it's not really publicized a lot. The rest of that's up to Congress. And it's Congress. So Man, we gotta expect? clean this Congress up. We gotta clean this Senate up, man. We gotta clean this House of oh, Republicans. You know what? I mean, House of Representatives talk- up. We gotta do all that. I'm going to talk about that next week because there's already, like, Joe Manchin from West Virginia, he's being primaried. So there's a lot of uh, people who's already being primaried on the Democratic okay. side. And, and so I'll, I'll be talking about that either Saturday or next week. But it, it's already starting. It's going to be a process, though. It's not going to be an overnight thing. But people are fed up. You know, on both sides, on Republicans and Democrats, independents, progressives, you know, conservatives, everybody's pissed and they're set up. And they want these people out of office. So even though I may hate, you know, I may not be agree with conservatives, that's the one that's the one thing that conservatives and Democrats agree on one hundred percent is that there's too much money in politics. That's the one thing that they agree on wholeheartedly. So those changes are going to be slow, but they're going to happen. And I'm hoping that we'll, that we'll see single payer in our lifetime. Keep, keeping my fingers crossed. But anyway, brother, your, your, your final thoughts. My final thoughts is do your research and vote accordingly. But also remember that just because you vote for somebody doesn't mean they're going to stand by the same values that you thought they had when they was running. Because there ain't nothing but you're going to do it like Biggie did back in 94. Party and bullshit and party and bullshit. Republican yeah. party is bullshit. Bullshit is bullshit. You know the song, sing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the words. I know the song, but I don't remember the words. My, my, my final thought is this. Uh, if you have grassroots candidates in your area, even if you only donate $5, it's five dollars that they're not getting from corporations. So I donate to Justice Democrats. I donate to uh, grassroots candidates whenever I can. So two, three, four, five dollars. It helps. You may not think so, but it definitely helps. So support your grassroots candidates, and let's get these, uh, these let's get these dinosaurs out of office. So, and, and that's all I had, man. All right, man, sounds good. And there goes another episode of Politrix with Mercer Prescott and his one eclectic crony. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. All right, man. All right, man, be good, man. See you next week. You got it, man. Politrix. Politrix. With Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. 6.30 p.m. every Monday. 
Polish your polish is what she need to know. Polish your polish is what she need to know. Polish your polish is what she need to know. Polish your polish is what she need to know. Break it down, man. Fucking fake news. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.